country roads take me home to the place I belong West Virginia mountain mama take me home country roads four takes I guess that's good back America how have you been it's been a long time why are you having that on your face right now I don't know pay attention see anyway <clears throat> yes it has been a while maybe not for you it hasn't been a while because if you've been tuning in every Tuesday then for you it has been a regular day a regular week and I'm choking on a peppermint let me remove that so what you didn't know is that we stockpile a lot of episodes I heard someone say this before how they record episodes you know a couple of week and then so they can have stuff set up and so they can be free to do other things you know as I'm working this as a small business type of deal and with everything else in our daily lives, I've been trying to figure out a way how we can do this because with her homeschooling uh, regimen and all the things that we're doing, it's getting increasingly hard to do this every other day or just do it so So I was trying to figure out how we can do this. So, so rescheduling things, and if you've noticed, if you've been following me on Instagram, you notice I haven't had any real posts except for posting the episodes. And the reason for that is because I needed a total break. I usually take this break, but before that, I just realized I didn't say who we are. Welcome back. Um, I am T. Anthony, and standing right next to me, the one, the only absolute pain in my behind every single day is Santa Claus. Yes, dear Santa, I feel like I'm going to be naughty and beat you in the head today. No. Yes. No. Yeah. No. This is Elizabeth, and you are listening to the White Beard and TK podcast. Welcome back. So let's get back to what happened. Usually I've been doing this for about four years now. Um, it may even be five, but I'm thinking I began after I lost my wife. Um, and between August and September, sometimes I'll do it at the end of July, I will take a total break from all of social media. So most times I delete everything from my phone so that I'm not tempted to look at it as soon as I get out the bed. And then I retrain my brain to not be stuck at my phone. So I take a social media break because it gets, it gets to the point where, you know what, we really do need to fast from these things. So this year, since so much was happening, it's not just because of COVID, it's just our regular daily life. So much is happening, I actually miss my window. 
So I decided to do it anyway for September. So we, I haven't really been engaging much on social media except for posting these episodes. Had I known, I heard um, Dave Rubin and a few other people who I actually listen to and watch. They had other people post their shows for them. Had I known that, <laughs> I would have gone that route and that way I would have had absolutely no contact with social media whatsoever. So every once in a while when I'm posting up these shows, I start seeing things that I really want to talk about or I really want to comment on and then I have to hold my tongue. And so even though I didn't have total engagement, I still had the apps on my phone, which I probably didn't need to do. I could have just took the, the episodes and we could have just aired the episodes without me even because it would just be deleted off of my home screen. Dang it, why didn't I think about that before? Where were you? Home. You, you're no hope. No help whatsoever. So that's what's been going on. So for me, it's been like forever since we actually talked to you guys. Um, so we'll, I'll actually be back to full engagement, which is going to be crazy. Um, my hope and my prayer is in October. So that's when we're scheduled to go back. And at this moment, just praying and thinking about what we want to do about the podcast. And, you know, I'm, in the back of my mind, I'll, you know, I talked to her about it. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking I want to move to a daily show and change things up. You know, this we've been changing things in the format, even our name, from the White Bear and Kid Adventures to the podcast because we do cover a lot of things. I do want to be, I want to cover a lot of things. Just don't want us to cover our outdoor adventures. So, and that's why. That's why with the podcast, we do more here. Instagram, you'll see more about outdoor activity and pictures of stuff, stuff that we're doing. And I'll post a, you know, a story. I don't know what she does because she never promotes anything. She just sits there and looks at me. Just like right now. Because I'm not on Instagram. Just like right now. You are so on Instagram. I mean, I'm on Instagram, but I don't really go on Instagram. Oh, well, whatever. Ho, hum, ho, hum, ho, hum. See? Talked to your brother last night. Because I was talking about production. By the way, guys, we got a new microphone. We're not using it, though. Uh, yeah, because it's... I was talking to him, and I we was saying... We can use the mic for ASMR. You can use the mic for ASMR. You want some ASMR? You're welcome. <laughs> Wasn't that just lovely? Anyway, so speaking to your brother last night. Oh, so I was saying, by the way, guys, we have a new mic. Um, usually when I'm using this, which you can't see, I did post a picture of this once before, is that I'm using the phone microphone. Um, uh, right now we're housed on, on uh, Anchor. So it's the, it's the phone. We have it in this little box. <laughs> and so with some, uh, what's this called right here? Oh, crap. Soundproofing. Yes, things. soundproofing things, little panels inside the stuff. Uh, just some some low budget thing, and we should really soundproof the room though. We can Do you see how big this room is? This this no soundproofing room. Yes, there is. Do, and do we plan on living here forever? No. But, but yes. 
they're easy to put up and take down. We'll see. That costs money. A little bit of double-sided tape. Would that cost money? Double-sided tape is like $8. But that costs money. <laughs> and and at the moment, we are... What is it? We're not broke. We're... We're not poor. We're broke. Yes, we're not poor. We're broke. There it is. So, trying to find a job and take care of you and keep this roof over our head. So, what happened is I brought the mic maybe two months ago. Hadn't got it together. So, I spoke to my son about what we ought to do. And um, do I need another program so we can put in a laptop? Which would be easier because when I want to read something, I can look on my phone. Now, I can't look at my phone. have to put papers up. So, here's what happened. So, we, we were trying to do that, but the microphone picks up too much outside noise. So it's more of a condenser mic than it is a directional mic, which I was thinking I probably should have gotten. And so when we were talking last night, I said the directional mic is the one that we use with the choirs because it picks up sound right directly in front of it so you don't get a lot of sound from the other side. So this pretty much works like that. And so um, Speaking with my son, he was saying he'll take a look at what we have and see what we might need on a smaller budget because um, one guy was telling me online, oh, you can use GarageBand. I'm like, well, we're not making music. We're just producing. We're just producing. We're just producing a talk show, a radio show. So I can use some bells and whistles, but I don't need all the extra bells and whistles for which and stuff I do not know and unfamiliar with messing around with. Does that make sense? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. So, the other thing he said was, you guys should film it and like, you know, put stuff on YouTube so people can see the dynamics between the two of you, the stuff that they can't hear. Oh, you best believe that video will be inverted. <laughs> so, all of my pictures are except for when he takes them okay my face is not symmetrical it needs to be mirrored <laughs> so that it can look right right people are going to see me and they're like oh your face is not okay that's fine but you know that was a metal hanger so anyway I said that sounds good and I know that's the new thing now. Everybody's podcast has something on, you know, they got a video of their podcast and they're sitting in their home studio or their studio. It looks really nice. And they have these great microphones. And that all sounds good. That adds more stuff that we would need. And then I told him this. You know what? Let me start with right now. I have on a yellow shirt, my little shirt we exercised with this morning. And my little gray shorts that we were exercising, and I was exercising, and my sneakers. This shirt has many stains. My beard and my hair needs to be cut, and so my beard is kind of going every which way right now, and I need to, when we're done doing this, I will go take care of that. My face is so dry. She said her face is dry. I have so, no skincare whatsoever at all. And you got your nasty toes hanging out with them shoes. My toes aren't nasty, actually. And those are shower shoes. Yeah, but they're comfortable. Why? But when we need them, when we go camping, you will not have them. Yes, I will. So, do you understand the dilemma that we have? And it's not like we sit down at a table and talk. 
Our microphone is sitting up in the air on top of a box. So we're standing talking to you. You could get bar stools. We can get bar stools. So we're standing talking to you. So I said, you know what? That means that every time we do this and we're filming, that means I have to actually comb, brush. I got to be dressed every day. Not really. Nobody got time for all that. You just have to put on a nice shirt. So we're, we're tossing that around. So if you, so if we do end up doing that, we're going to be filming our podcast as well as, as just recording the audio. Um, if you happen to see me in the same shirt every day, just understand everything you just heard right now. And also, I'm not putting on a suit and tie every other episode. Some of them just might be pre-recorded, so they will be in the same <laughs> outfit. But yeah, yeah. So those are some things we've been tossing around with my uh, my my month off, and um, just trying to rework her. Her uh, curriculum this year, which brings us to why you're here, because you read the title, why we decided to home educate. I'll get to that in a moment as I'm finishing up. Like I said, it's been a while since we've actually talked to you. So that said, we get all caught up. Yes. No, no, no. I toss, you know, it was a toss up between country rolls, country rolls. What? What's the name of the song? I have no idea. Oh my gosh, what's the name of the song? Maybe it's Take Me Home. Maybe it's Take Me Home. Or West Virginia. Or West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Something. Take Me Home. There's a title. Country Roads. So the, the reason for that is because it's been a while. Okay, first of all, we were summer hiking. We haven't summer hiked in two years. And you already know this from previous shows. Is that... Because Corona hit, it slowed down us hiking a lot of other things. And then we end up going hiking during the summer, which is a pain in the behind. I hike, I hate it. I'd rather travel and go to outdoor concert or do something else. I feel like I'm dying. So we basically went hiking when we started back up around June-ish, the end of May, June. And then it was sort of sporadic, which is really not what we do. And then we went to July or the middle of July, and then that was just it. I just I just canceled that whole thing for August, so we didn't do anything in August. We barely worked out, and so now it's time to get back into training and working out and prepare for the fall and winter season. Guess who? Dragging her feet. Oops, did I let that slip? Who don't want to get back into the training? See why you can't have a month off? So anyway, we had all that time off, and then I took September off, which was kind of like two months off of really doing anything. And so within this month, there's been a lot of praying on my part and just thinking about what we want to do with the show, thinking about maybe daily, and then with my son saying maybe add video to it, and um, you know trying to rework my website that I started years ago so we can house the podcast there. Then get a new microphone so we can actually put all this stuff inside the laptop itself so we can always move and do what we want instead of just going through the phone app because it's not, I don't have the way I want, I don't have access to it like in my computer or somewhere else like that, my own file so that I can move about. So, you know, Anchor is great, but I want to do that. And I told my son, I really don't want to get to, we're at episode 100 and we still don't have anything our own files 
So that's what I've been working on. I don't know how successful this is going to happen, but that's what's been going on for the past month. And so, yeah. So the song, because we we actually recorded two for this episode, the, the, the opening. And um, this one I thought about because we just went on a road trip with my grandson. Yeah. And we went to our first national park. But we'll get to that in a moment and then explain why we chose to home educate. If you have any questions or comments or you just want to say hello, you can reach us at tanthonybland at gmail.com. That's tanthonybland at gmail.com. Or if you happen to be on Anchor FM, you can just leave us a voice message. Either way, we welcome it all and we'd love to hear from you. So we went on a road trip, which I was dying to go and do for quite some time. We haven't had a long drive and along the routes that we usually go to, especially if we're heading to Jersey towards my daughter, my son's house, they shut down the rest stops as they were, uh, I want to say revamping, uh, renovating. And so we were driving by the other day. I was like, oh, look, they changed it. And so now they got some really, it looks really weird. So it's, it's really pretty, but so we hadn't gone on a long drive. So we, I decided, well, let's pick up Noah. So we got our grandson and we went down to um, Valley Forge, historical, historical national park. Yes, historical national park. And we got our first national park patch that we're going to eventually put on somehow asphyxiate sticking on to our car like all those people who like to do adventures do whether you're uh hiking you put on your bag or your car whatever and people who overland and camp and you know when you go travel places they do stuff i don't want to put stickers all over my window because it's too hard to get that nonsense off so we said we'll do patches yeah so we got our first national park you can't do anything with stickers either no because at least with patches, if they're iron-on, you can put them on anything that you want to. And if they're um, Velcro, you can also put them on most materials. Right. And these are all iron-on, so I'm going to purchase some Velcro and put it on the back. And then that way I can put it up there with a few of our other things. And then we got a passport. We heard... Um, this guy wants to say, oh, you should get that so when you go. Uh, we were already going to get a National Park Pass, but then this year happened, so we're thinking about next year and see how that's going to work out for us. So you got like this little passport book, and then uh, some of you may know this, but then again, some of our listeners probably are city folk that have no clue. So you get this little passport just like your passport when you're going to go to a different country. Not just like, but the idea is the same. So you get a stamp that you've been to this National Park which is kind of cool. And then you get a little picture. We, we brought both the picture and the book. And so we have the picture that goes up there and we got a stamp and, and then I spent a little bit more money and got us a little book with coins. I got a letter opener. 
Yeah. So, and about two months ago, I brought her a mat. And it's one of those, it's a scratch off type of mat, which is actually good. And then I told her to mark off all the different states that we've been to. As you guys know, we've been talking about going to all the states. And so now she have that, and then we have a little passbook, and that was fun. So we went down to Valley Forge. Um, a few of the things you couldn't get into, like Washington's headquarters, you couldn't actually go inside and see that, but you could go outside and see some of the cabins. My grandson seemed to have had some fun with that. I thought he was going to be bored. Then I let him loose on one of the cannons, like, go ahead. And he was playing with the cannon. And um, see, that was fun. I don't know about you. The actual idea, though, was I was going to spend the whole day with him. We had the pocket rocket inside the car. I had a um, frying pan, so we were going to stop on the side somewhere and find a nice spot to cook. I also had the Overland Bound map on my phone, and I figured I could probably find a campground close to where we were because we were outside of New York City and there are no grounds around here. I figured we'll pull over there and maybe cook, but... The day went a lot quicker than we thought, and there was no place to actually stop. So we just came home, and I'm ready to get back out. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get back out into the woods and the outdoors and smell the air and everything else. What do you? What about you? You? Um, any day. Just answer any day. See now, if the camera was on us, it was like, really? I still want to go camping. Yes, I am I am trying to get us to go camping in the fall because once the winter come, we don't have the equipment to... Hey, if any of you are listening that winter camp and fall camp, what do you use? What product do you use to keep your tent warm? We don't have any. In fact, I was just... I have an, a thing in my Amazon cart for a, uh, a toilet bowl. <laughs> oh, I didn't get the shelter. I guess we'll be out. <laughs> In, in the trees but uh yeah so we missed camping a few weeks ago we were supposed to be talking about that on this particular episode following the other things because we were going camping but what happened is our elevators weren't working they've been in and out for the past two months and so we had we live on the 14th floor and there's no way in the world we can walk up and down stairs carrying all that camping gear so we in the summer in the summer so we didn't get to go so but thankfully my daughter and her family had fun camping um i'm a little mad that it didn't happen i know elizabeth is upset but i tried to be happy about it and i promised her that we would find some place in the fall to go camping so you know how that works right dads now i have to come up and do what i said so you better i'm running away have fun with that so you know when it comes to homeschooling by the way this is one of those things where you have the freedom to do what you want to do you can take naps if you feel sick yes you can take naps um but here's the reason why we got into it my oldest was, I forgot how old he was. This is when we first started. Um, 
he was feeling miserable in school. Now, he always been one of those kids that were clowning around in school and, and did a lot of other stuff, but it really started to hurt him academically. And I did a lot of things when he was younger to try to save him academically, moved him from one school to the next, um, paid for a private Catholic school. And my goodness, boy, did I get grief for that. Seriously. In the early days, I, I was, you know, the relationship broke up, so I was a single parent with two kids, and I, I got some grief for that one. You know, I had people, leaders, I'm doing air quotes in the church, like one, one person, I was about to say the supreme leader, was saying, you know, how dare I do this, and I should be working, and how I'm doing this, and, and some other stuff. I'm like, listen, listen, at this particular moment, this child's education is more important to me, making sure my kids have good schooling. And um, so then when I got, when I met Shara, when we got married, he was messing up in school. And so what we did was we pulled him out because by the time he got to middle school, he went to the worst school. We got the worst district. That's number one in the Bronx. Then he went to the worst school in the district. And I may have spoken about this before. The day that we went in, because we got called, he took his Walkman, it's not the Walkman, his display, whatever it was, a school, something he had. My wife and I walk into the school, and we're watching the teacher on the phone in front of the class. I'm going to call your parents, and there are things being thrown around the room. The kids are sitting in the back of this classroom looking crazy. And then we go to another class where we find out he's in. When I get there, First of all, I sat in one of the classes like once before they made me come to school. So this is our second trip and we went together and we said we're going to pull them out. Of course, New York City and the Board of Education told us we can't do this. We're not allowed to do this. That's number one. Walk into the school. There's like puzzles all over the classroom. The teacher's frazzled. There's a boy passing notes in back. There's another one throwing a baseball. And I sat there and just watched. She had absolutely no control of the classroom. I had enough and said, get up. I had my son get up and help start cleaning up the puzzles. Then all the other kids started. Then the ball stopped being flown around the classroom. And after sitting there watching this for a while and everything, we got control of the classroom for her. We picked him up and walked out to class. She thanked us for helping. You need to thank us. You need to do your job. As we were leaving, security told us we couldn't go. And I told him, you can't tell me what I can do with my child. I believe we said it nicely, but we said that. And we brought him home. And he was a test pilot for homeschooling for us. Now, we had heard about this through the Christian world that a lot of people were homeschooling. We just weren't doing it. And, you know, it was going to be hard for us. So what I did was we went we found this one little book that had his grades in it and all. I forgot the name of the book. And so we went through the book, started teaching him through there. And then... Um, he started improving immediately. In fact, his reading and everything jumped about two levels within just the first month or so that we had him home. So we immediately saw the benefits of that. 
What we removed was all of the stuff that's happening in the classroom, the waste of time that they were doing, shuffling from one place and then sitting them down doing nothing, and he just had a concentrated three hours of schoolwork. After that, he had some free time, but we didn't just say, go buck wild. There was free time that you had, and then we had constructive things that need to be done anyway. We had him do oral reports, um, book reports, and later on, we started doing Bible study as we shifted and changed how we were doing what we were going to be using for his curriculum. So then I was teaching a few subjects, and we had the book. My wife was using that. Now, before that, when his uh, sister was two years younger than him when, when we were alone, I had some books that I got from a store. I don't know what Scholastic. Some book I got from like a CVS. And they taught, why are you looking at me? I'm looking at you. What They taught um, her, her numbers, her colors, her shapes, and a few other things. But then I realized that she was really good at drawing. I saw her draw these perfect grapes and a lot of other things. So I got her some coloring books and some art stuff to work on that. And she really excelled in that. So getting back to homeschooling. So he was a test pilot. Then we started to decide that after the children got out of high school, I mean, out of elementary, that we would probably bring them home anyway. And then the youngest boy and the youngest girl, Elizabeth, standing right here, um, before she was born, we decided that with the youngest son, we're just going to homeschool him from the beginning. So let's go back a bit. So when we decided after my oldest son to homeschool, the idea was that we were never going to be rich. I grew up as a latchkey kid. I know what it's like coming home. There's nobody home when you get there to help you with your homework. So the, 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 the decision we made as parents were we were always going to have someone home. That means we were never going to be rich. We were never going to be able to save money. We had four kids. One was on the way. And it was a hard decision, but it was a decision because we thought that their education and getting a good education was the most important thing. It was going to be the key that was going to open up more doors for them. And so that was the decision we made. One of us would be home at, at, at all times. So at first it was her and I was working with children with autism and then we switched off. And then my wife took her homeschooling skills and then decided to work for the Board of Education. She went through a teacher's fellowship and became a New York City teacher. At that point, I was home and going to college and she was going to work and so then that's what we're doing and what we did with all the older kids were they were home through middle school and about ninth grade she couldn't deal with math with them so around ninth or tenth grade they went into high school and when they got there they excelled because the work that we were using we use a few curriculums um, Alpha and Omega at one point. What was the other one I told you that we were going to use for you? Calvert. Calvert we tried with my youngest son. That was extremely hard. And they do classic stuff. And uh, Alpha Omega is a Christian curriculum. And then we ended up with, which is what we're using with her. What is it? Christian Light. Christian Light Publication. So, and that's just basic and that's workbooks. 
Uh, the year before this, we were using Liberty University, which was Liberty Online. Yes. And so that's why we chose it. That and, and that was the route that we went. We knew going in that it was gonna it was gonna cost us something. But our kids did excel in school once they got back into high school. Three of them went to college? Yes. Two finished, one didn't. And another one did very well in high school. Then after high school, he went his own way. And then that leaves this one who we had you in. No, first we had you home. Then we had you in. Then we had you home. What did that happen with you? Um, what did that happen with you? What language was that? I didn't go to kindergarten or pre-K because I was home. I went to school for first grade, I think. Um... I was in school for second grade and then I came home in third grade because I was getting bullied. Uh, I went back for chicken fourth, fifth, and sixth, seventh, and eighth. Um, and then I did ninth in school and I just came home after that. Why? Um, there was an incident with two people who apparently didn't go to my school. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there was some, not fighting because I didn't fight anybody. They jumped me, that's it. That was the incident and so I just left that school. School's kind of bad anyway. It used to be good apparently, but not when I went there. I mean, the teachers were good, but the students, that was a whole different story. Um, yes, that has been my school journey. Yeah, the school she went to was a theater school or performance school. Uh, two of her oldest sisters went there, and it was fine. It was housed in Kennedy High School. I don't know if any of you are from Manhattan. And it was fine when they went there. I mean, it was okay, but it was fine when they went there. And so a few years later, as the educational system in New York City and across America at, on a whole has deteriorated. Did I say that word right? Eh, who knows? Who cares? So now when she walks in there and they had about four schools inside of a school and she had to walk through metal detectors and... And they had stairs and escalators and the escalators didn't always work. So even though I had escalators, most of the time we just walk up the escalator steps. Right. So your kid goes to a school with metal detectors, really not a good indicator that everything in there is wonderful. And um, yeah, so one day, and she had just had her braces on. Off, off. Yeah, had her braces on. We just gotten them taken off. Um, this was, yeah, this was after mommy died, right? Yes. Just a few months after that, and she was starting in the high school. So um, just losing her mom, just got the braces off her teeth that we had on for a while. And some girls decide they were just going to jump her. Some bystander from across the street came and stopped and she got hit in the mouth and she just got her braces off. I can't imagine the damage that would have happened with the braces. Now, some of you may be listening going, oh, well, that's what's going to happen in school. And so you would bring your kids home to, to bring them home and you shelter them for this and that. And so, man, shut up. 
No, because it's not you normal can... for children to get randomly beat up. Right. Shut up. You know, um, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your child. I can make some suggestions, but that's your child. You are in control of what it is that you're going to do for their lives to protect them and to educate them. This was my choice. She just lost her mother, just had these other things, and she was already not really adjusting. Well, the school was not working out that well anyway. Now, on top of this, when this happened, I was already having issues with my own job. As you guys know, some of you know, I worked in politics. I worked for the Board of Elections. And, you know, I was already having issues with my quote-unquote political party and the stuff that they wanted me to do. It was a lot of butt-kissing of people that were not worthy of even serving. So I didn't do that. I would go to these political parties and say, hey, we should try this, we should try this. They really didn't want to do it. They talked a good game about things they wanted to change. And that's not me. You know, you're not going to ask me to do stuff and you're really not going to do things. So it really started getting to a problem with them for me. And I stopped going to all the meetings. So anyway, so sending her to the school, it's like, you need to get to school. So I get this phone call in the afternoon from a cop. Like, no, 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 no. So I'm rushing. I'm like, I, I can't right now. We just went through this whole thing. So I called one of my daughters who apparently got there faster than I did because I got home and then had to go and get her from the school. So it was a lot. So then the following year, we got her into a school that was close to where I worked down by Wall Street. And as we went through the school, I saw all these posters of stuff that they were teaching. Number one, they didn't have a library. They had a lot of stairs. They talked a good game of what they were teaching, but when we went in, I saw a lot of these pictures and paintings, you know, like hands up. Um, what? That and they had a music room, which was nice. I appreciated that. That's why I like the school, because I always wanted to take music. And I just never really have, like ever. Uh, so that was nice. But they also had like a technology program in the school that had things that I was learning in middle school. Right. Which you already did. So yes. what would be the point in doing that again? And so I see all these posters and it's like, hands up, don't shoot, I can't breathe, and a lot of other stuff, and, and we're going through each floor, and they have all these, I was like, no, 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 no. That is not what I want you to do. I'm not sending her to school for you to turn her into your little protesting child. I'm sending her here for you to teach her the things she doesn't know. Calculus. Ah, psychology, I know that's not what they teach, but you get the point, right? Teach the child the information that they need to know so that they can be able to function in whatever career they may choose. So that wasn't working for me. So when I thought about it and I thought about it, she had asked to be homeschooled again, and I didn't want to. You know, I just lost my wife, and it's been years since we homeschooled, and I really didn't think I had what it took to be able to teach her. And I didn't know she was able to work on her own because, you know, especially if we use a curriculum that we're actually using now, the onus is really on the parent to put the, 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 the 
to schedule together, to check the work and do it's it's a lot. People who think they're homeschooling now because their kids are watching their teacher, you know, on a on a computer screen. No, I'm sorry, that's not it. That is still the school system. When you homeschool, you are the one in control of everything. You are the one that designs everything. You're the one that's checking the work, grading the work, making sure you got the right stuff coming up with. You're the only one doing all the papers and figuring out new and inventive ways for um, uh, physical ed, like what she has. And, you know, thankfully with physical ed, um, our adventures hiking count. And that counts in a Man, big way because we, we, we hike for like two, three hours. I just started doing yoga. That's stretching and technically still counts for a gym. Yeah, whatever. So I just realized that. No, that's yes. not happening. That's not happening. That's not happening. And you already know about the whole yoga thing. But anyway, so, you know, so we get to use hiking in the times that we went to the gym before everything got shut down, but I heard it's reopening, and besides Planet Fitness already took some money out of my bank since they reopened in New York. Um, time at the gym, and then we work out in the house. So that's a good couple of hours of working out, and then the outside things when we go outdoors and she's hiking and we're exploring and everything else, so we, we add that into physical education as well as finding out what flowers are, trees and just a lot of other interesting things so those are some of the benefits so walking into this school and seeing that and i decided i don't know and if i'm not working down here next year i don't know and so i decided the last minute to pull her out and just said forget it she wanted to be homeschooled um, her generation, the wave of the future will be online. So I signed up for Liberty Online for her to de to de online to do online classes. So her tenth grade was online. Um, I started having issues with the job with her getting to school because she wasn't going to school. Because what happened is once they pulled her out of that school, they sent her into wait. What was that the process? How did you end up in a sports school? Oh, um, we didn't apply for high schools. Right. So I, before I started high school, well, yes, yes. Before I started my first year of high school, um, I was out of school for a couple of months. I think it was at least two. It, it probably was more than that, but it was at least two. We didn't really apply for high school, so we had to go through this entire process where the lady was like, okay, here's a giant book full of high schools. Here are your choices, which were like three. Um, pick one. Right. Now, hold that thought because this is going long. So what we're going to do is we're going to cut this into two parts. Um, come back on Thursday and we'll pick up where we just left off.